Hey there. Oh man, today is a good day. I am in such a good mood. There is a weight lifted off my shoulders. Let me tell you why before I jump into the message of today. Um, I, I think it was maybe March of last year. I um, was... Oh, I was confronted with this idea of becoming a wellness coach. Honestly, I can't remember like all the details of how it came to my mind and how all of a sudden I was considering, should I become a wellness coach? I mean, it is something I'm super passionate about. It does feel aligned. Very interesting. And so I, I was thinking about it and I was like, huh. I'll pray about it. So I prayed and I prayed and I I found about a, a certain percentage of money from my business that I could put into this. Well, okay. First, I started looking at all of these different um, places where you can be certified through. And I ended up going with IAWP, International Association of Wellness Professionals. and. Um, I, you know, I was looking at the cost and I was like, okay, all right. And so I pulled from one of my businesses, a certain portion of the funds. And then I was like praying about it. And I said, God, um, if this is the path you want me to take and I should do this and pursue this, I need to come up with this very specific other number. And in the Bible, it tells you to pray specific prayers. And so I, I prayed this specific prayer saying, if, if this number, if I can get this number, I'll know that I should go with it. And I had reached out and asked my, um, well, I just asked someone if it was possible for me for, if they were interested, I guess, in, in contributing to this wellness coaching journey for me. And I did not ask for a specific number. I just asked if they were interested in contributing. And they said, you know, let us think about it, talk about it, and got back and said, um, we can give you this amount. And it was the exact number. And so I was like, okay, well, here I go. Welcome to this awesome journey. And it was amazing. And I chose IAWP because of all of the um, content that they covered and the way they taught everything. And it was just like a very thorough certification course. Um, and I could go at my own pace, meaning if I wanted it done sooner than a year, uh, I could. Where there's other uh, companies or whatever, I guess you want to call them, schools that um, release things at a certain date. So you're kind of going with their specific pace. Well, and that just didn't really work for me. You know, I'm a pretty, when I put my mind to something, I go all in and I do it. So I, I wanted to get it done sooner than a year. And I was like, yes, I can do this. IWP is awesome. Signed up, got started. It was, it's, was awesome. Well, you know, then the Lord was moving uh, in my heart to get out of Portland and so, you know, we ended up packing, remodeling an RV. I, I know I've told portions of the story. I'm not going to go into all the detail. 
Um, and, you know, then moving and, and traveling and then getting settled where we are now, which was unexpected. We thought we'd be doing a bit more traveling than that. But, you know, things pivot and turn and you hear callings and you just got to follow. So you got to uh, hold your plans loosely. Right. And so it took me a minute. I was at the at the end. I had about two modules left to do two out of 12. And each module is is a multi-part thing. Um, and I was like, man, I got to get back into this. I got to get back into this. Well, I about two weeks ago, I finished all of the content. I wrote up my essay. I did all of that. And I had one last thing left to do, which was a coach call demo where you uh, just do this demonstration of your coaching skills with one of the school's coaches. But there are other people uh, watching you, observing other coaches in training. So it's a bit nerve wracking. It's on a Zoom call. And, you know, I procrastinated it for so long, even though I had been doing practice coaching clients and all of this, um, that I just <laughs> kind of built up in my mind. Well, I was like, okay, I've, I've finished everything. It's time to do this coach call, which a lot of people end up just practicing and they, they pass it throughout their, they, they don't wait till the end. You know what I mean? They can do it after a certain point after like module nine or something, you can do it. Um, and so anyway, I had to find the next available date that I could do it, which was yesterday at three. So I had about 10 days that I knew I was anticipating this call and I was just like, oh my gosh, put it out of your mind, put it out of your mind. Do not like stress about it. It's, I mean, if I didn't pass on, on that time, it was fine. I just, I was ready to be done. I was done with everything, you know? And I mean, I knew I could, but anyway, last night at 3 p.m., I finally did it, and it was like a weight off my shoulder because I passed. I'm officially a certified holistic wellness coach, and I am so excited, and it's just like, it feels like a new day today. It feels like, ah, I don't know. I'm just so grateful, and I'm so happy, and yeah, I mean, I, even though I've been, like I said, building towards this coaching program. And what you're supposed to be doing throughout your your training, um, I and you know I, I've taken on a beta coaching person, which so it's like I knew I could pass it right because I've been coaching, but <laughs> there's just something to finally doing it. So I'm really excited and happy. <sighs> anyway, I just wanted to share that because obviously it's a momentous uh, a momentous moment. Is that something? A momentous occasion for me. And yes. So anyway, yay. Uh, also, it's a beautiful day here in Cave Creek, Arizona. 75 degrees, sunny, gorgeous. And um, I'm feeling really positive and hopeful. And I want to share a little bit about what's been going on in my mind lately. Coming to like a turning point. Um, if you are awake to everything going on, chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are, or at least open to hearing about everything going on in the world without just condemning it as conspiracy theory, because that's what, you know, the powers that be want you to think everything's a conspiracy theory. If it's the truth, apparently it's weird, but, um, I, I I look at a lot of crazy stuff that's going on. You know, I don't want to 
make this a negative podcast, but we do have to acknowledge that there's a lot of censorship going on. Ty and Charlene Bollinger are just coming out with a, their second edition of this series, and it's called The Truth About Cancer, the final chapter, I believe. And so I'm watching, it's just incredible, the amount of things that have been censored from the American people. So we cannot know the truth about cancer, about um, all the shots and injections people are being told are safe, about natural health and wellness. The fact that doctors don't get any education on nutrition or natural healing, Western medicine, and just the whole Rockefeller indoctrination of medical schools, the medical cartel. It's crazy stuff. And then most people don't even really know about that unless something led them to it. Maybe a cancer diagnosis that led you to seeking alternative medicine, which is what happened with my mother about eight or nine years ago, which really got me on the path of um, wellness. I did a podcast about this in my, I think it was the Purpose podcast. I, I kind of talked about my journey. And... Um, so, yeah, a lot of people don't really even know about it. And why would you? They've gone to great lengths to suppress this information because, you know, it just doesn't make any money for them and they can't patent natural remedies and therefore they can't uh, capitalize on it really. And so they suppress all this information. It's just, it's wild, right? And then we've got all of this child trafficking going on that's really coming to light nowadays. The uh, oppression of of Christians and white Americans and this idea, all of this um, dividing narrative that's out there right now, you know, blacks, blacks against whites, whites are, are evil and everyone should be against them. There's racism and hate and conservative Christians are the enemy and they're extremists. Meanwhile, Antifa is rioting in the streets and nobody is, you know, the, the left are turning a blind eye to that and calling it an idea, but they are legitimately burning down entire cities to the ground. These aren't the uh, the Republican conservative Christians doing this. These are the, the far left rioters doing this, but of course they can't be called rioters. And then, you know, the borders are wide open and horrible things are happening because of it. Horrible things and it's not just like, oh, all of these people are flooding into America and that's causing a very crazy trickle-down effect. But also horrible things are happening, you know, at the border. You're not allowed to talk about it. They won't cover it in the media. The media is completely corrupt. All of these things are so crazy in the world. And the the media and the elites are literally pitting us against one another. Anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers versus versus the vax the science followers you know the conspiracy theorists versus the people who follow the science all these labels and the way they the way they say things so that it's i mean it's it's just wild and and the brainwashing is beyond what i believed it could ever be i guess i had a little bit more faith in in humanity maybe i was projecting because i was awake to these things i thought surely everyone else must be too and 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 clearly that's not the case um, it's really sad what's going on in the world right now. But my message is that we need to actively be combating all of this negativity with love 
and joy and kindness towards one another. Because what is the antidote for hate? It's love, right? There's a lot of hate out there right now. They've been suppressing us more than ever. And I think that before, quote, uh, the pandemic, unquote, we were suppressed without knowing it. Because censorship is nothing new here in America. It's been going on for decades. And that's, you know, with the medical cartel, we'll say. Um, now it's just, it's gotten so extreme. It's impossible not to see it. And so we've been really, really suppressed for the last year with the lockdowns and the masking and the pitting us against one another and basically making, uh, one person responsible for another person's health, which is just absolutely absurd saying, Oh, I don't do this for you. I do it for, or I don't do it for me. I do it for you. I just saw a meme the other day that was like, I don't wear my mask for me. I wear it for you. And then this, (sighs) I can't remember exactly how it went, but then I was like, Oh, okay. Well, do you want me to go jog for you so you can lose weight? Some, some variation of that. It's just, it's absurd. Everyone needs to take responsibility for their own wellness. Nobody else, someone who didn't get vaccinated, someone who's not wearing a mask is not responsible for your illness. And the pushing off and the blame of other people for everything going on in the world, it's just very much what's happening in the world right now. I mean, oh, um, I mean, it's what's happening with the, the race wars, the BLM, the victim the victimization, basically, of society here in America. Everybody's a victim. And it's like, no, you know what? BS. You need to take responsibility for yourself, your actions, your health. Who cares what everyone thinks about you? Who cares what pronoun they call you or how they address you? Just like, remember when sticks and stones would break your bones, but names would never hurt you? And now everything is offensive and everyone's offended. And Everyone is being victimized by other people's actions, and it's a load of nonsense. And so these people who feel like they're victims and and they're they're buying into all this because it's really what it is is it's um it's like a way to not take responsibility for anything and to just to not have to be proactive. It's a I don't know the words. It's laziness for one. It's laziness, right? But um. It, it's just sad. Uh, and, and, and all this socialism and these push towards socialism is really, is really just, you know, adding to it because now, you know, people don't want to work. They just want to sit home and collect money. It's the perfect picture of a victim society. It's really sad where things are headed, but these people who tend to identify as victims, whether they would call it that or not, are also the people who tend to be more angry and lashing out at people. Even when I, before we had left Portland, we were about at least six or seven months into this lockdown scenario and people were getting angry. And there is a lot more oppressive than it is in a Republican state or city like Phoenix and Arizona and Texas and and places like that. What I'm speaking to is um, Arizona and Portland, because they're the two places that 
I'm familiar with, so I, I can talk on those things. But, um, excuse me, uh, Portland was a lot more oppressive than Arizona when we got here. So the people there were a lot angrier and they were fighting in public, like just a fight would break out and a screaming match or, or screaming out the window. I saw um, a young man, I don't know, he was old enough to know better. He was at least in his 30s, yelling at an old man for crossing the road too slow. And it was the saddest thing I had ever seen. So my husband and I were walking by. So we stopped and we talked to the old guy and we just tried to, I mean, I'm sure he was embarrassed. He was probably angry. And so we just talked to him. We're like, oh my gosh, there's so much anger going on right now. Like you didn't do anything. People are just really angry. And we just kind of tried to make him feel at least better, bring it down a notch for the poor guy, right? Because stress like that, when when confrontation and stress create a like an adrenaline rush in your body, your heart rate goes up, you feel shaky. I mean, if you've ever had that rush of adrenaline from confrontation, a fight from whatever, you know that that feeling is very uncomfortable, right? It's that fight or flight response. It's gearing your body up to take a major action. And so sometimes you're just trying to remain calm, but you feel all of this anxiety welling up inside of you. And I just think, for an old man simply trying to cross the road on a beautiful sunny day in Portland, that could have some real detrimental effects. I mean, it could cause a heart attack, a stroke. I mean, I don't know, you know, his current health level, but these things have a real impact on our physical health and well-being. And so it, it was really sad to see. And then I would see, you know, old men lashing out at young people at the store. Just, it's crazy what's going on in the world, but but a lot of it is because of all of this suppression and oppression and these rules and these lockdowns and this fear. And so we have to be the light in the world, right? As a Christian, as a person who's awake to what's going on and knows better, we have to be able to see through this and be loving and and um, gracious and just you know, extending grace to these people. Um, I think a really good example of a way to do this would be, you know, say for instance, when you're driving, right? People have so much road rage. It's crazy how mad and impatient people are these days. But think about, you know, if you've ever been in a car, if you are someone prone to road rage or you've been in a car with someone, they are just, and then there's a person say turning right in front of them and they're going really slow. Maybe their blinker is not on. And uh, and the person you're in the car with, or maybe it's you, are just like, oh my gosh, go. Why isn't your blinker on? You know, some people get really extreme and they start honking and flipping people off, which is just like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me right now? That to me, that is like absolute insanity. It's it's so uncalled for. It's like uh, calm down. You have no idea what's going on for that person in that car. Maybe they did put their blinker on, but that back right blinker is burnt out and they don't know, right? And have you ever been driving in a car with a load of things you didn't want to tip over and spill? And so you have to go slow and take the turn really slow. 
And you, it's just, you have to do it. You're not going to ruin everything and your backseat or whatever the circumstances may be. Kill your dog that's back there trying to, with a, you know, bringing it home from the vet with a broken, I mean, whatever it is, maybe your wife is going into labor back there. I don't know. But like, you need to take the turn slow and you're not going to go fast and, and sacrifice uh, for a person behind you that's just super impatient, right? So there's all of these reasons why people are doing the things they're doing. And if you could look at it from that perspective, when they lash out at you, um, like maybe you are the person turning slow and the person behind you is honking and flipping you off. And, and we've all been angry, right? Maybe their wife, they just found out their wife cheated on him and she's moving in with uh, the, the, your brother, their guy's brother. <laughs> it's dark and sad, but these are things that happen to people. You know, maybe you feel like someone was being super rude and confrontational to you at the store about, you know, you not wearing a mask or something like that. Well, you you really don't know. Like, they could be absolutely inundated with fear mongering from family members. I know some people uh, close to me that are terrified of the virus. And they're in an industry, in a, in a medical industry, in a healthcare industry, where we oftentimes think that these people know better but they've actually been really indoctrinated. And so they, they don't know better. And um, it can be really uh, confusing because you look to these people to be a voice of reason when it comes to uh, medical things or health. But, but medical doctors and, and nurses, unfortunately, unless they were already really interested in nat natural health and wellness and nutrition and things like that, they don't typically know very much about it. They know what they were indoctrinated with at school. And it's unfortunate because they're responsible for actually spreading a ton of misinformation to people. They're backing, you know, experimental gene therapy treatments that have not been thoroughly tested. And we really don't know the long-term um, effects of these things. And it's frightening because these are brand new technologies that, um, affect you on a, on a very cellular level that could have some long-term detrimental effects, not to mention the fact that any testing of this prior led to all the animals dying. So they skipped those tests. Um, a lot of people, even in the medical industry, don't know these things because they're not told them because it's not, well, if you, if you tell people this information out there, anywhere. And, and even though it's valid information that you can source from uh, the previous tests, from the actual like testing of these treatments um, and from, you know, CDC website themselves, you will get flagged for misinformation and told to take it down. And that goes for, you know, Patreon even, because I've had some information up there and I, I got a message from them and they said, well, you're, you're going against our thing. Cause I had a a thing about vaccines, about this particular vaccine and questions to ask yourself before getting it. And all of this information was pulled off of the list of ingredients, um, what those ingredients are and what they're used in, a breakdown of the ones that I could break down, others I couldn't even begin. Um, and and all about the testing, the previous testing of these things. And I and I responded and I said, well, uh, 
I would like you to point out what is misinformation that I'm spreading because all of these things are sourced with links on here and you can actually click on them and they couldn't answer me. They simply told me that I I basically needed to, to take it down. And I said, there's nothing on here that is misinformation that isn't like public, could be public knowledge if people looked it up, uh, but they don't know to look it up. That's why I was posing these questions. Um, so, so they wanted me to take it down and I was so mad. But there is a loophole, right? There's always a way to get this information to people. So, you know, when you become a member on there, even if you can't get the information on there, I email it out to people on the list because uh, I have your email. So if you are interested in any kind of awesome information like that, that I put out, please become a member on my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash holistic home and lifestyle. And then also, I did hear that Telegram is for whatever reason going to start censoring people. But as of right now, it's been an uncensored platform where, where I get so much valuable information. And we need to stay connected to each other because they are cutting people off left and right. And we're losing our access to information. So, you know, Children's Health Defense, for instance, um, RFK Jr., he's just, you know, he's one of the disinformation dozen. And so I sign up for his emails and for Del Big Tree's emails. And I make sure I'm on these people's emails lists so that we can keep the cycle of information flowing to one another. And that's very important because the moment we can't communicate at all and we can't have access to any of these information, because, you know, we're, everyday people, we're not scientists. We're not, you know, the people who are in direct relation to, you know, RFK Jr.'s got a lot of reports about the way these shots are affecting people and all of this new data and scientific research and Del Big Tree, it's the same thing. But, you know, the average person, we don't, we can't get that information. So we need to be able to get it from them, which is, of course, why they're cutting us all off from one another, which is, it's frightening. But so I'm just saying, please sign up for those people's emails that you that you, um, you know, Del Big Tree, uh, Children's Health Defense, Health Ranger, um, all of these people are great resources. Ty and Charlene Bollinger. Anyone who's called a disinformation dozen person is someone you absolutely need to be listening to because they're speaking the truth and the medical cartel is terrified that you're going to find out the truth. Because A, once you find out, you, you don't have fear anymore. So they don't have control over you and you're not going to pay for their expensive, faulty medical procedures and drugs that kill you in the end instead of help you. You're going to go the natural route. So it's imperative that we stay in connection with one another. So please get on my email list, um, go to my Patreon and just become a $2 a month member and we can stay connected. It's going to be awesome. You know, when, when Telegram, oh, I was going to, that's what I was going to say. Telegram t.me slash holistic home and lifestyle. I think holistic home and life. Sorry. T-me slash holistic home and life. Um, and then of course my email is, and you could just email me too, uh, is uh, holistic home at protonmail.com. And I use protonmail because it's supposed to be a um, encrypted email so they're not reading everything that you send. Of course, if you send it to someone with 
a Gmail account, you're still, it's, you know what I mean? They can still see in Gmail and Google is super corrupt. Please stop supporting companies like this. So my major message today is that we need to boycott companies that are working against our freedoms, our health freedoms, and are, are basically communists. And we need to um, spread love, patience, kindness, gentleness, um, grace, give people grace. When someone yells at you for not wearing a mask and they've got a couple things in their cart, offer to buy it for them. You know what I mean? Go over and above to spread love because negativity and hate and anger are a vibration, right? Everything's vibrating at a certain frequency and love and kindness and joy are, it's such a higher frequency vibration that if we press this out, I know this sounds sensational to people who aren't spiritual or have never really heard about these vibrational like laws. This is, it's real, but it's also, it's also very spiritual, right? Because this is a battle of good and evil taking place right now, whether you see it or not, there is very real satanic evil taking place and, and it's all the dark things in the world, you know, like we are, uh, they've been saying that we're on the verge of nuclear war. And I've had to get to a point where um, the battle belongs to God, right? This isn't my battle to fight. I don't, I don't have to live in this like perpetual inundation of negative information because I mean, what is that really going to get me if I'm, I can, here, here's what I've, I've decided is that once you've prepared yourself, being prepared is important. You know, God wants us to be prepared. He wants us to put on the full armor of God, which is, you know, being in the word, knowing God's word, but also being, um, prepared in, in another sense, like having rations of food and water for emergencies and batteries and a plan of action in case emergency strikes with your family, ways to communicate, being prepared in this way is, is very, very important. But once you are prepared for all of these different scenarios, like I've got a store of potassium iodide just in case of a nuclear fallout near me where hopefully I am just out of emergency range. I'm just saying, just in case, I've got potassium iodide. I've got tons of water. I've got tons of food. Dehydrated I, I and cans. Um, and, you know, the cans have water in them, vegetables and stuff. So that's even more water that you have on hand in case of an emergency. Uh, and you're going to be eating it anyway. But, you know... Um, I'm prepared on multiple levels for multiple different scenarios, right? Uh, do you have guns, ammo, silver, gold, cash? You know what I mean? All the things. Being prepared gives you a sense of, okay, you know, now, whatever happens, this battle does not belong to me. I'm prepared. It belongs to God. I need to put my faith in him. And I can't look at all of this stuff all of the time. Because, you know, like I said, I'm prepared for whatever could happen as best I can be. Because we can't, 
certain things that could happen. I mean, if if there was nuclear war and they drop a nuke on Phoenix and it takes out all the electronics, I mean, it basically creates an EMP. As far as I understand, it creates like an electromagnetic pulse that takes out electronics. Now, if I can't drive my RV out of town to get further away from it, then there's there's nothing I can do about that, right? So that is in God's hands. My house, the price of lumber going through the roof because of this engineered famine and all of the crazy things going on, there is nothing that I can do about that. It's in God's hands, right? Wherever God takes us next, it's in his hands and I have to give it to him. And there's just so many things like that going on right now. But the thing I can do that does help is to spread love, compassion, kindness, patience, joy, and vibrate at a higher frequency than all of this evil and negativity going on in the world. To combat fear and hate with love and forgiveness That is all I can do. And we literally need to band together and spread, put so much love out into the ether. Like love your husband, love the people, smile at everyone, say hello and good morning and, and buy, you know, someone's groceries next to you or or in whatever way you have within your means to help people, like real everyday people to spread love to them especially to people living in fear is something we have to like put our ultimate minds to right now. Like so much positivity and love. We just have to like, ah, blast it out into the world because the vibration right now that we're feeling from all of this negativity can really bring us all down and it will bring us down quick because there's a lot of evil in this world. But you know what? There is hope. So long as there is breath and life, there is hope, right? So there is hope for our future. People are waking up. People are creating their own platforms on their own servers that can't be taken down and can't be censored, where they are allowing for free speech and speech about, you know, the truth about things. Um, Mike Lindell is coming out with his platform, Frank Speech. I think it's just called Frank, but it's like frankspeech.com and The only censorship that he will have is using the Lord's name in vain. And I just literally think that is so wonderful and loving. And obviously, like speaking of of murdering someone or something like that, that's that's not going to be allowed because that's not love. But but the truth about things that is able to be spread, of course, and opinions, varying opinions. You know what I mean? People are allowed to have opinions and they should have healthy debates about things. And um, what else? There's um, Mike Lindell's new, oh gosh, I have to watch it. There's just, there's so much truth coming out and so many people are waking up to things that they never knew about before and they're taking a stand and they're fighting back. Not in like a violent Antifa sort of way, but in a, a pro, a real actual like protesting and saying no and it's saying it stops now. The madness stops here and now. I mean, look at the governors of these Republican states signing executive orders, making them Second Amendment sanctuary states and and saying no to vaccine passports and lifting the mask mandates and all these restrictions and opening back up and saying no to the tyranny, right? 
unfortunately, there are people still living in fear of that. And, um, and that's really sad. But we can combat that fear with love and kindness when they're fearful of you because you're not wearing a mask or because you didn't get vaccinated or because whatever it is. And we need to spread our messages of hope and truth in a loving way, not not a debate debating way. And I know I've been guilty of even on my podcast saying like, I can't believe people are so stupid. <laughs> and the truth is, I can't, but I shouldn't have used the word stupid. But I, they, they have a veil over their eyes. They don't see it. And I, in the middle of the night, I woke up last night. And I've been praying, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I've been praying for God to open my eyes. And I'm like, why are people so brainwashed? Like, very intelligent people are so brainwashed. And I woke up in the night, and I went to the bathroom, and this thought came to my head, and it was subliminal messaging. Subliminal messaging on um, on CNN. I mean, would you put it past him? Because we just saw Project Veritas expose the executive producer of CNN catching him on camera saying, you know, we're all propaganda. We push fake stories. We push the COVID numbers. We push fear. And we, you know, we make up things to get Trump out of office. All of these things. He said it all. And he even said that they're next because uh, they think that the COVID narrative is going to fall apart here pretty soon. And the next thing that they're going to push is climate change and fears over climate, which they've, they've already been perpetuating these fears for a while now. Uh, so, you know, subliminal messaging came to my mind and I thought, is this real? Like I just woke up to it. I wasn't having a dream about it. It just came to my mind as I got it to go to the bathroom in the night. And I don't know, it stuck with me. And I said, remember this, remember this for tomorrow. I would not doubt if every single media platform out there is using subliminal messaging. I mean, have you seen They Live from the 80s, right? Everything is a form of subliminal messaging. And uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper would, his character, I can't remember how he got the glasses. I've been dying to watch this movie again now in retrospect with everything going on. Um, but he came upon these glasses and when he puts the glasses on, he sees the messages for what they're really saying. So there's a billboard and it's an advertisement for something. And it really just says like, buy more when he puts on the glasses or, you know, fear. And then the people who are like what we would call the lizard people, you know, the, well, we call it these Satanists. He would see these evil um, elite, like horrible pushers of, of all these demonic messages for who they really are. And they have these like gross skin and they look just absolutely disgusting, but he can only see it when he sees when he has the glasses on. So they're probably gonna ban that movie soon, just because how real it is. Like <laughs> one at one point, it was complete science fiction, just insanity, and now it's like, whoa, this is truth. Uh, it was always truth, though, but now we're really starting to see it because, like I said, people are waking up, which is hope, right? Hope. So um, I I don't know how I'll ever find out more about the subliminal messaging thing. If it's true, I fully believe God will bring the knowledge to me. And I want to encourage you to pray for wisdom and discernment and pray for a willing spirit. Because we are a, 
like being attacked from all sides right now. And, and we need the wisdom of God, not the wisdom of this world. We need the, tr the absolute truth. And the only way to get that is for God to grant it to us. And God says he will grant it freely to anyone who asks. So please, I encourage you in these crazy days to pray to Jesus for wisdom and discernment before you make any decisions and before you um, encounter any kind of weird confrontations. Pray for a loving spirit, a willing spirit. We need to be praying. We need to be in the word and we need to be spreading as much love as we possibly can in these crazy, crazy days. But I, I do, I, I want you to know that there's hope. People are waking up. People are doing things and we can be someone doing something. Even if you don't feel called to um, get involved in your local government, because the states are really where we're pulling back, uh, you know, t tearing away from the tyranny. I mean, in the Republican states, at least the Democratic states are, man, they're on a highway to hell right now. It's, it's, it's scary and it's sad and people are fleeing like crazy. And we fled and we came to Arizona back, back to my home state where it feels like an entirely different world here. I mean, an entirely different world. And it's amazing. And I'm so grateful that God called us out of there, that I listened, that my husband was on board. Uh, that was part of my prayer. I said, you know, God, if this is, if this is what you really want for us, Blake has to be on board. This is his life too. It can't be a battle. And, and this is how I'll know, you know? And so when I asked him, like I said, pray specific prayers, he was like, Blake was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get the RV. Let's do it. Um, it's wild how this has all come about, but, but it just, it just grows my faith in God even more. And so that's what I'm saying. I've got to, the battle belongs to the Lord and whatever fears you have, know that you can prepare, you can get healthier. You can be prepared as much as you can within, you know, your, what you have access to and your ability, you know, financially and whatnot. There are steps you can take to be prepared for disaster, to be, you know, build your immune system naturally, lose weight, get into shape, be strong and able-bodied, right? Because that's part of being prepared. Uh, grow in your, in your trust and your faith uh, with God and read the Bible, learn who Jesus was, put your faith in him, and then spread love out into the ether because we need these high vibrations. Be forgiving, be patient be loving, be kind, and know that you can live free in God, right? We're free. We don't have to carry all of these burdens. We do what we can, and we give the rest to the Lord, and we love. So that's my message for today, and, and I really hope that this uh, strikes a chord with you and hits home and that you want to do this. It's been on my heart for a few days to say all this. I've really been feeling it. And please share this podcast with someone who needs to hear this message and visit my Patreon account, uh, patreon.com at Holistic Home and Lifestyle. Follow me on telegram t.me slash Holistic Home and Life and email me with any thoughts or um, ideas, anything at Holistic Home at protonmail.com. Thank you for listening today and have a beautiful day.